0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg,
2: this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons.
3: 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of a Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be, and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz. Now, be your host on this Sunday, September third. Jimmy, it's hard to believe it's already September. Football, I mean. As we're recording, like college football kicks off in like 15 minutes. So that's exciting. That's I, I, I know not everybody's a huge college football fan, but I mean, we're like, I mean, technically less than a week away from the start of the NFL season with, with Thursday night football. Um, and then, I mean, just over a week away from from real NFL football. It's, it's finally here, but it's hard to believe it's already September. You know, it's Labor Day weekend, um, but just... Hard to believe that summer's already gone, but I know we're all excited because, let's be real, everybody listens to this podcast because they're Packer fans, and what better time of the year to be a Packer fan than during actual football season.
2: Oh my gosh. I'm excited just to finally not every Saturday message each other, like, what the hell should we talk about today? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I'm excited to know, hey, you're previewing the game for Sunday. So right. that's, uh, you yeah, know, I cannot wait. I was telling Des, who I know I've already said this, not a football fan, and so we have very differing like opinions on football starting next week. Like my opinion is great; I'm not doing anything from twelve o'clock until like I go to bed. And she's like, "Damn it, he's not doing anything from twelve o'clock until he goes to bed." So it's uh NFL red zone is a curse in our household, but I cannot wait. I'm so excited.
3: You know i I got the chance to meet your wife uh about two weeks ago and first of all she's an awesome person one because she puts up with you um, for sure either but,
2: awesome or something's wrong
3: <laughs> one or the yeah. other one <laughs> of the two but she has my like all-time favorite story and i believe it was from this past year's draft yeah yeah it was, it was from this past year's draft thursday night you watched the first round of the draft and then friday you guys were doing yard work and she was like what seven, eight months pregnant at the time. Yeah. And no, no, and, she was and, uh she
2: was nine, she was nine months, like it could be any time. Mabel okay, came yes. a week
3: a week late. And like you're like hurrying to finish up the yard work because you're like, oh, the draft, and she's like, didn't they just do that last night? Like yeah. totally like unaware that the, there's multiple days of it, it's just oh.
2: She I, could like, not name a single player on the team. I know that. With Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, she could not name a single player.
3: Well, Which well I, it's her,
2: fantastic. but
3: well, well, bless her for, A, putting up with you. But, B, more importantly, like, it's very cool that it's important to you. And, like, maybe she doesn't care about it and doesn't watch it. But, like, she knows it's important to you, so she lets you have it. Because that's not oh, true. For sure. You know, that's not true with everybody. There are some people out there that are just like, no, this is ridiculous. And, like, yeah not putting up with it but very cool that she does that for you well, so
2: I don't want to I don't want her to get us to speak too highly because in return I have to hear about all these all natural remedies for any sickness anyone has or these anti chemical podcasts so we <laughs> it's a give and take
3: <laughs> I have to she listen was. to raw milk stuff so we're we're fine we, we bounce well, it out hey perfect marriage give and take there you go <laughs> so well Jimmy uh, one week away from Packers bears Start of a new era at quarterback, start of a new era in Green Bay, Jordan Love, uh, making his first, what, first actual start as the legitimate starting quarterback of yep. the Green Bay Packers. So um, one week to go, everybody, and like Jimmy said, one more week of kind of listening to made-up crap. So <laughs> <laughs> but That's that, a nice I mean, way to put it. Yeah, a nice way to put it. But no, this week we uh Jimmy and I decided that we would just give our thoughts on um four different uh awards, so to speak. Um so we're going to give our MVP for the year, um defensive player uh for the year, most improved player and our rookie of the year. So, uh Jimmy, uh where do you think we should should we start? Should we start with the rookies? Yeah, yeah, that works. All right. Well, Jimmy, why don't you go ahead and let us know who you think uh, the Packers rookie of the year is going to be this year.
2: Yeah. So I went, um, it's not an obscure pick. I feel like a lot of people might pick him. I went with Jaden Reed. Uh, I think he's actually going to play, not actually, I think he's going to play a big part of the offense. Like if we look at a wide receiver room right now, I think it was actually Aaron Nagler on Twitter said like wide receiver one is a Madden and fancy football concept. Like on a team, unless you have a Devonta Adams or a Tyree kill like it's really you find a receiver to fit a role and Jaden Reed does that for the Packers like you have Romeo Dobbs is your possession receiver like he could still have big plays he's that receiver that if you have a 12 play 12 play drive he will help you with that he's going to run the right routes he'll be in the right place Kareem Watson is that receiver that will take that 12 play drive and cut it down to like five or six like, he's your big play guy. He can do other things as well, but that's kind of – his speed is ridiculous. And Jaden Reed kind of fills that role of just that shifty slot receiver who, again, like, it's just the Packer nature. You're going to always compare them to old Packers, but that Randall Cobb type, that they can make a huge play because they're shifty, but they're in the slot. They're quick. They're going to get you those quick those quick plays that you need. Uh, he has a lot of ability. We saw that in the preseason against the Bengals. Uh, he had that touchdown from Jordan Love. Like he's gonna he's gonna play a really important role for this team. And I think we are really set up on that offense with a skill position. Uh, and then you have Toure, Heath behind them, people that can come in and also fill, uh, feeling in where, where they need to. But I think Jaden Reed's gonna have like an incredible season. Just the role is perfect for him. The Packers were hoping Amari Rogers would kind of fill this. And I think Jaden Reed right now already showed he surpassed those expectations and uh could just really be a big playmaker starting week one against the Bears.
3: Absolutely. And I can definitely see him, uh, you know, being the rookie of the year for the Packers as well. You know, the thing is, as you know, for rookies, um, you know, it's all about what positions have the most need, right? Because, you know, a lot of times, like, I, I think Lucas Van Ness will be a good player for the Packers this year. But I mean, by the time you hit middle of October, he's going to probably be the the number three pass rusher because you still have you're going to have Gary and you're going to have Preston Smith provided those guys are healthy. So yeah. the, I mean, he's going to get his playing time, but he's still going to probably be behind those two guys. You know, my first thought was a uh, craft uh, and Musgrave. Cause I mean, at this point with the injuries and the lack of depth, I mean, they yeah. are, they're tight ends one and two at this point, there is. Um, you know, and, and with Reed, you know, I, if, if Aaron Rodgers was still the quarterback of the Packers I wouldn't even give him consideration mostly because, and again, it's not a rip on Aaron. It's just, it's the way he's been. And I can't blame him. He just wouldn't have that, you know, rapport. You know, I mean, we saw yeah. that with Christian Watson last year. How long did it take for him to, you know, finally trust him? Um, yeah. But,
2: you know, well, we I, heard, you heard that too. Sorry to cut you off on that uh, hard knocks a couple weeks ago, Randall Cobb gave that speech to the wide receivers. And after they yep. made like a lot of mistakes he said, look, guys, if you, if he doesn't trust you, you won't get the ball. That's just how it is. He's like, if yep. you keep making mistakes, he will not pass it to you. So it's, it's right. not, like you said, it's not a knock on Rogers. That's how he's been so successful, but that's just the reality of life.
3: Right. And so, but I think that's going to change a lot this year with Jordan Love, just because, you know, Jordan Love doesn't have the pedigree of Aaron Rodgers at this point of, you know, saying, Hey, I can be picky because I am so darn good. Yeah. Right. And I mean, for him, I think he's just going to be like, Dude, who's ever open, like you just getting the ball, and and I think, um, I think Reed uh, could definitely be that guy this year. But I'm going with, with, with a probably some, a player that everybody's gonna roll their eyes with. But I just have this feeling, uh, Anders Carlson. I'm going with the kicker, um, you know, replacing Mason Crosby, uh, which I have to be very careful how I speak, uh, otherwise my wife might actually kill me, but um. <laughs> No, I mean I, I just he it's he's got the leg and I think you know it just kicking has become such an important part of the NFL these days, you know, that having a good one is not as easy to find as one might think. Um you can go back across the league, you know, the last five years and there's been surprisingly really bad kicking, you know, from you know, from a lot of teams and I just think, you know, this Packers offense is young. I mean, it's the youngest roster in the NFL. I mean, just, so there's going to be some growing pains across the board. And I think there's going to be a lot of drives this year that in the past with Aaron Rodgers, we would have seen turned into touchdowns that are going to fall a little short. And I think, you know, he's got a great leg. And I, I think if he can just hone in the accuracy I think he's going to be a great kicker. Um, and I, I think he's going, you know, he made the 53-man roster during training camp. There was kind of grumblings about, you know, his accuracy. Uh, but quite honestly, I think if he can figure that out, and I think he's got something to prove um, now that he's on the roster, he can, you know, really prove a point that, you know, I didn't just make the roster because a draft pick was spent on me. Um, but I, I think we're going to unfortunately see a little bit more kicking this year. Uh, than we're used to, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And ultimately, as long as he's putting the ball through the uprights, nobody's going to really care that much. So I'm going to go with Anders Andrews Carlson as my rookie of the year.
2: Yeah, I, I do really like that one. I think, uh, looking back at last year, like our red zone offense was terrible. So like, if that improves, there will be less kicking in that perspective. But the, on the other side, we just saw this, uh, I think it was the Seahawks. He hit like a 57 yarder. That allows you your goal now to score points. Obviously you want a touchdown, but you know, if you get to the 35, even the 40s, push like 40s pushing it. I know he made a 57 yarder. That's not going to be hundred percent of the time, but that gives you leadway of now last year with Mason. I love Mason legend of the team. And he don't kill me, but you kind of had to get to like the 30 to be confident. Like, oh, this will go in anything 50 plus. It was in my mind. I was like 50, 50, who knows? And Mm -hmm. with with honors, like I I do feel more confident you get to that 35 yard line, we're going to at least leave with three. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So, and another big thing too, I don't want to just bash Mason. He was older. He had knee surgery. I understand that. But I think another thing that's going to be value with uh, Carlson is touchbacks on kickoffs.
3: Like, yes one hundred percent
2: Crosby could not get it into that end zone or if he did it was one or two yards deep where that guy's gonna run out every time especially with the Packers history of poor kickoff coverage I know we have Richie B now, but if if Anders can consistently get them to start at that twenty five that's gonna that's gonna pay dividends for this defense so uh I think there's a lot of things that he could do to help improve this team and uh, I think it was Mac on She at TV they brought him in I really hope I that's his name um but he was saying Crosby too, his first year was like sub 80% uh success rate on kicks like that's and they stuck with him because those are just natural growing pains of a rookie so i think uh we give him some patience understand he has that uh, monster leg accuracy could come i think will be golden
3: absolutely well jimmy let's move on to uh most improved player this year um who do you got for your most improved packers
2: yeah, I'll go quick with this one cuz I think I spent too long on rookies, but I'm going to go uh Quay Walker. Last year we saw his athletic ability uh, and a lot of people that come into the league, that adjustment of speed from the going from college to the NFL, there's that split second of thought that kind of slows you down and if you if you are paused for a split second, like no matter how athletic you are like Quay Walker, that's going to impact that's going to change the impact that you can have on that play. I think with him kind of keeping a level head, obviously homeboy was kicked out of two games last year, but him not being in his head so much and thinking, and if Devondre can get healthy and be that leader of that defensive room or that linebacker room, I think we could see Quay Walker really take a step up and just show why the Packers drafted him with their first pick last season uh, or last draft and that athletic ability to be able to close on running backs, impact everything. So I think Quay Walker is going to take a big step this year because he is a freak athlete. And the Packers love that, so.
3: Yeah, he is. And, you know, I I think at this point, I mean, Devondre Campbell, is he going to be ready for week one? I From what they said,
2: Goody said he's not. It was either Goody or Floor. They said they're not worried. So that could just be GM speak or coach speak, but uh, but I think he'll be there.
1: Hello, friends. As many of you know, a few years back, the Milwaukee Bucks were in the NBA Finals, and I desperately wanted to go to game six in Milwaukee to see them win the championship. As you can imagine, prices were insane, and I kept going back and forth with different apps to try and find the cheapest tickets possible. I finally found them, clicked purchase, and of course they were gone. Goodbye, Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Now, thankfully, the day of the game, I was able to find a ticket, but the entire thing was so expensive and way too stressful. I really wish I could have simply used Game Time to alleviate all of the stress and all of the hassle. I've started using GameTime app for purchasing all of my tickets, and I wish I would have done so sooner. From low prices to easy-to-find tickets to last-minute ticket deals, the Game Time app is perfect for all of my ticket needs. GameTime is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seat. Before you buy, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two clicks only in fact, and tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never need to dig through your email. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, Create an account and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. That's code P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: Yeah, well, and it could be, though, too, that to start the season, if there's some, you know, lingering injuries, even if, if, um, Devondre Campbell's playing, maybe Quay Walker, as the purely healthy guy, steps up and, you know, becomes yeah. that, like, quote unquote, starter, you know, for the yeah. first couple of weeks. So he's definitely got a lot out in front of him to be able to be really improved from last year. Um, I went offensive side of the ball here and, um, I don't know what it was that drew me to him. I think it's a little bit in, in the change in the quarterback room um, and what the tight end room looks like right now. But I'm going to go Josiah Deguara. That was um, my second
2: I'm, choice. Great, I like that.
3: I like that. Really interested to see because he when he was drafted, I know the idea was like he's a tight end, but they they kind of wanted him to use him like that Kyle check type player. Um yeah. And so I'm, I'm, A, really interested to see how they utilize him this year, given the fact that, like, you know, he is a tight end, I guess, by, like, skill trade, I guess, if that's what you would call it. Um, but, you know, you have Musgrave and Kraft, who you spent, you know, second and third round picks on, and they're rookies, and, you know, how much did they get in the starting lineup, where does he, you know, fit in, Um But I really feel like this year, you know, we kind of talked about it, you know, the last, you know, what, at at least the last two years of how much of the offense, how much of Matt LaFleur's offense have we really seen? And we're going to find that out pretty quickly, I would think, in the first month here, you know, how much of the last four years was actually Matt LaFleur versus Aaron Rodgers doing his own thing. And again, that's not what we're here to talk about. But, you know, it is something that's been brought up over and over and over again. And, you know, it's very possible that we see quite a bit of Josiah DeGuara this year. If it is, in fact, you know, the the case that we didn't really see as much of Matt LaFleur's offense the last, you know, four years, because I will say he has been the one guy that since he's been in Green Bay, like they spend a third round pick on him. and I feel like he's just not used and I don't know if it's due to a lack of talent or if it's just like he didn't have a place to fit into an offense that was led by Aaron Rodgers I, I don't know Um, but he's somebody that I'm really interested to see this year and I would say that if like I'm thinking he's going to be the most improved but like my also thought is like if he can't get into the offense this year like I just don't see much for him moving forward like this has got to be his year to really take that step forward with everything kind of at least with the offense, we would think, kind of shift towards being friendly to his his position.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. I think we're going to see a lot more of him at tight end too. I know he's an H-back and he'll be that fullback position, uh, but I think we'll see him a little bit at tight end as well. I think with him, he's kind of like a reminded me the last couple of years of like an Al-Lazard light of you don't really see his impact on the stat sheet but he's always lead blocking. He just does the dirty work. He grinds. Matt LaFleur loves his intensity. And if you look at games and even practice a couple of times, I've been there. Dude has a chip on his shoulder. Like he is feisty. You see him after plays kind of like pushing guys and stuff, which I absolutely love uh, probably too much. But I uh, I, I think Matt LaFleur loves him. I think Jordan Love, we've seen he, like anytime Jordan Love went into the game, uh, the last couple of years and they saw that, like he did target Josiah DeGuar a lot more. Uh, so I think he's going to play a bigger role in the team than years past, just because of that connection that he has with Jordan Love.
3: Yeah. Well, it'll be definitely interesting to see uh, Jimmy real quickly. Let's move on to defensive player. Who do you have for your defensive player?
2: Yeah, this one, it's not too much of a surprise. He's, he's been a pro bowler. I think it was just last year uh, or Kenny Clark is either last year or two years ago, but Kenny Clark for me is my, is going to be my defensive player. Uh, Wes Hockowitz mentioned it. We had Kenny Clark on Lombardi's bar last week or not. Yeah. Just this past Wednesday. And he mentioned too, this is the most athletic defensive line he's been a part of. Uh, you have Rashawn Gary coming back from ACL when he's back. That man is a monster. Him coming back from ACL in 10 weeks or 10 months is insane. Uh, Preston Smith is a very solid starter. Kingsley and we saw what he can do in the preseason, again, just elevating his game, that two-sack two, two sack game that he had. We saw him take some snaps last year when Rashawn went down. Uh, you, you bring in TJ Slayton, who he had high praise of taking that step up, Devontae Wyatt, Carl, Blo- Carl Brooks, Kobe Wooden. Like This defensive line really is the deepest he's ever played with, the most talented, in my opinion, that he's ever played with. And just putting that stress on that offensive line that now you have more than just one person on the interior to worry about, Is going to let Kenny Clark just eat. Because if you put him one on one with the guard, you put him one on one with the center, he's going to win a lot of those times. So I think he's going to absolutely dominate this year and be, uh, I I think this could be an all pro season for Kenny Clark.
3: Yeah, I really hope so as well. Um, You know, he's definitely got the talent. I I know for me, the only thing that I've ever seen with him is sometimes he has those streaks where it just seems like he disappears. Yeah. and, you know, again, not a knock, but it just, you know, um, you know, but yeah, that's definitely a, an incredibly deep uh, defensive line. And um, yeah, you can just, you only hope and that, um, you know, as it comes to fruition. But uh, my defensive player is going to kind of play off of that. I went with Quay with Walker um, for my defensive player this year, um, just because I think he's going to be, you know, in year two. I mean, just the pure athleticism that he brings. I mean, he is probably the best and most athletic middle linebacker they've had since Nick Barnett um, is just, just kind of, you know, who I go back to with him. And if he can kind of clean up some of those, you know, mental mistakes like we talked about, obviously can't be getting kicked out of games. Um, you know, that's definitely something to clean up. But if he can clean that up and just play at that fast pace and like you said, not have those you know moments of hesitation I mean he's got everything that you'd want we saw you know great flashes from him last year and I think if he just puts all that together um you know I know middle linebackers you know it's kind of become the running back position on the defensive side of the ball um where it's you know you want a good one but nobody really wants to pay for one and they're kind of overlooked but I mean Green Bay is a place that just they have not put value on that position for the last ten, twelve years, it feels like. Um, and to have a good one, I mean, it can it can make all the difference in the world. I'm not saying you gotta, you know, overpay for one, but having, you know, him alongside Devondre Campbell, um, I, I think that'll be a great linebacking core this year. So uh, Quay Walker, I think, really takes a step this year and and becomes that defensive player. So.
2: Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree. I think you make a huge step.
3: Yeah. So, well, let's uh, wrap up here, Jimmy, with our MVP of the year uh, for the Packers. Who do you have for uh, most valuable player this year?
2: Yeah, this one I think is going to be my hipster pick of all of these. Uh, I actually went with Zach Tom. Uh, I think he's going to fill into that role of the Elton Jenkins. Like we saw Elton Jenkins was that player that can play in multiple offensive line positions and play at a decent like a high level. We saw last year struggled a bit at right tackle. He found his home at left guard. He should stay. He's going to stay there next to David Bakhtiari in case of emergency. They might move him. Zach Tom now fills that role that Billy Turner and Elton had of just that Swiss Army knife. Right now he's that starting right tackle. But if injury happens, like let's say, God forbid, knock on wood, Runyon goes down. Tom's going to move there and Rashid Walker will take right tackle or Nijman will take right tackle. Meyer goes down. Tom's going to go there. Someone's going to take right tackle. Like he's going to be, the biggest thing this year is to see Jordan Love's ability. The best way to see his ability, let him stay clean in that pocket. We saw them do it this preseason. Zach Tom was a very important part of that. And I think just the role he's going to play on this team to be able to move around that offensive line, injuries happen. We're going to see him move is just going to be so valuable to this team and the improvement of Jordan Love and the evaluation of Jordan Love that I think Zach Tom's going to be the MVP of the MVP of the team this year.
3: That is a very interesting pick. Um I think it's a good pick. I just it's not, you know, again, offensive line is that one position. It's not sexy. Nobody yeah. likes it when you spend first and second round picks on on offensive linemen. But I mean Green Bay has done a fantastic job over the last 15 years drafting offensive linemen. And I mean all you have to do is, you know, um, go a little bit west of Green Bay. Uh, and there's a team over there that wears purple that just like doesn't really do well with offensive line. And, yeah. uh, you know, and and they're not the only ones. There's a lot of teams out there that, that like, I don't know if they don't value it. They don't know how to draft it. They don't know what to look for. But Green Bay's done a great job with offensive line. And uh, like I said, it's not the fun, sexy pick because they're not scoring touchdowns, but like. You look at the success of Aaron Rodgers, and I mean, again, Hall of Fame talent, but you know, I, I I liken quarterback to offensive line a little bit like I do wide receiver to quarterback. If you're a wide receiver, you can have all the talent in the world. But if you don't have anybody throwing you the football, it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. And just like with quarterback, you can have all the talent in the world. But if you don't have anybody blocking for you, I mean, we've the national media has spent the last two months talking about the Jets offensive line and how much of a concern it is. Like, I mean, so it's, it's, it's a very important part. Um, And Zach Tom being able to, you know, kind of be that Swiss army knife to kind of move around. I mean, that's something that we're seeing more of, like if you're an offensive lineman that can only play one position, you better be very, very good at that one position. Um, Otherwise you're just not seen as value as, as valuable of a player. So um, not the sexy pick everybody's hoping for. I'm. Don't worry. Don't worry. I will have a sexy pick. I
2: mean, there we go. Although, we although go.
3: it's not very surprising. I, I don't think it's very surprising. But uh, my MVP for this year. Um, I think they're just gonna they're they're gonna rely heavily on him this year with Jordan Love starting at quarterback. I think it's gonna be Aaron Jones. Um, yep. you know, I, I mean, clearly, as you know, he's the best running back on the team by far. Uh, Nothing against A.J. Dillon, but, I mean, Aaron Jones, he is a superstar. Um, And what makes him so valuable is, obviously, at the running back position, he is great running the football, but he has also proven that he could be, uh, you know, a very, uh, you know, credible threat in the passing game as well. Um, And I think the way that they're going to run the offense, at least for the first, you know, six games of the season, it's going to be very A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones centric. Uh, You know, they're going to want to run the ball. It's not that, you know, it's not to say that Jordan Love's only going to throw the ball 15 times a game. I, you know, I, they're still going to pass quite a bit, but um, I I just think there's going to be a heavy reliance on him and A.J. Dillon to, you know, keep defenses honest, you know, play against the run game. You know, this isn't the Packers team of the past where, You know, if you play a defense that can really shut down the run, you're like, man, we don't really care because Aaron Rodgers can still throw for 400 yards every game. Um, You know, there's going to have to be that balance. And I think that's, they're going to do that to take pressure off of Jordan Love, right? The the last thing you want to do is send Jordan Love out there and say, by the way, good luck. Um, If you don't play well, the the game's right. Like you don't want to do that to your young quarterback. So I think there's going to be a heavy reliance on Aaron Jones. um, And... And also, I think, and I don't want to talk too much about it because I know everybody's sick of it, but I feel like Aaron Jones, after this past week, comes out with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder of saying, you were going to trade for Jonathan Taylor? Not that, like, we wouldn't love to have him, but, like, yep. I, I can do what he can do, and yep. I think he's going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and, and because of that, just play that much better than than he normally would. Um, but I, I think there's gonna be a heavy reliance on him and yeah, he's he's my my pick for, for MVP of the of, of the team this year.
2: Yeah, no, that one's that's a perfect pick because like you said, they're gonna rely on him. He's gonna set up those play actions, those bootleg, everything. Like Aaron Jones is a guy. AJ Dillon, obviously serviceable, but Aaron Jones is a star of that backfield. And with that, yeah, with that Jonathan Taylor trying to trade AJ Dillon in like a fourth round or whatever it was, was I get it kind of, but to have to pay him that money kind of showed, Oh Jones, we were, we're playing on you to be done this after the season. But I think he can have a monster year to again, make the Packers be like, Oh, let's keep you around. Like if he does not crack the ESPN top 10 list for running back or the ESPN top hundred list for players in the league, they should just stop doing it because it'd be asinine because Aaron Jones already deserves to be on both of those. The man can run, he can catch, he can block at a high, high level, and he is the top five back in the NFL. So anyone that says otherwise, you're a big dumb dummy.
3: Respect. All right. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) with with all due respect. With respect, respect. yeah. All right, well, Jimmy, uh, that will do it for today's show. Like I said, a week away from NFL football. Um, And, you know, 3.30 kickoff against the bears to open the season by the way can we just have a quick discussion on why matt Lafleur is just never getting to open the season at home like this is this is five years five years in a row they've opened on the road
2: that's fine they've been a stink fest for week one for the last five years except that one vikings game during covid so if they want i don't if they don't want that product at lambo right now fine by me but please god beat the bears week one because Packer fans have talked been talking a lot of trash on Twitter. And if we have a normal stinker we've had the last few years week 1, it's going to be a long time until we close with them too, right? Week 18. Yep. Yep. So it's going to be a long 17 weeks well, until we get to week 18.
3: That's why I think this game is so big. Two young quarterbacks and I mean, like I said, I think it was I think oh. it was last week, like it's so important to beat the Bears cuz they got 17 weeks then to think about like is this just like Quarterback 3.0 for the Packers. And, and you're going to have 17 weeks to see if, he, if you can gain ownership of your team back.
2: For real, man. I, so. Please. I'm going to be – I'm not Catholic, Nick, but I might start saying some Hail Marys with you. Honestly. <laughs> if that's going to help the team, I'll convert. <laughs> but, well, there you go. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll talk to the man upstairs and see what he can do. <laughs> so. All right. Well, let's wrap things up here, Jimmy. Uh, real quick, if people want to follow your work, get in touch with you, how can they do that?
2: Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight starting to write for Packer report. Again, put a few articles out last week. have another one coming out on Monday. Um, It's going to be about Matt LaFleur's offense and a head coach that he might be stealing from uh, for some plays coming into this season. And then besides that, follow game on Wisconsin, game on WI. We'll be doing a giveaway tomorrow. You'll see what that is then, uh, as well as Lombardi's bar is every Wednesday. So, uh, we just had Kenny Clark on, West. before that, Tom Grassi, Andy Herman, bringing on some guests so you don't have to listen to us dumb dumb people talk. You can listen to some smart ones. So um, we'll be uh, bringing some more guests on this year, hopefully, some players in the work right now as well. So follow that.
3: Awesome. Uh, well, it, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB, but uh, I, not worth <laughs> your time. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just save you the, the effort, not worth your time. Uh, But uh, make sure you keep it locked right here to Pack-A-Day Podcast. Uh, Again, there's going to be so much great coverage this coming week leading up to week one against the Bears. Uh, Jimmy Gage and I will have you all covered next weekend for pregame of the Packers-Bears matchup. So make sure that you are here next Sunday as we record on Saturday. Uh, But, yeah, we'll keep you up-to-date on everything you need to know about the Packers leading up to week one against the Bears and throughout the entire regular season. Um, Enjoy your Labor Day weekend, everybody. Enjoy some college football if you're into that. Um, And man, Jimmy, can't can't believe I'm saying this, but like excited for a Lions game. On, on Thursday like, I can't like wait, man. I'm, I'm I can't actually wait. very intrigued for that game like I'm for very real. excited not only because it's the start of football but like I think it's an intriguing game for an NFC North for NFC North things like are the Lions for real or was last year just a weird like one-off I'll have
2: to find out I can't wait <laughs> all right
3: well thank you so much for listening everybody thank you for being here and as always go back We'll mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.